everyone, welcome to Let's Celebrate. This is a weekly movie review podcast. Each episode, we take a look at a movie released during this week in history. We're starting with mostly movies released in 1998. We hope that you enjoy our show, and we encourage you to participate here on Facebook, social media sites, and other such places uh, to discuss the episode and what you hope to see in future episodes. I'm Steve. I'm Ryan. And we're not in 1998 today. No, we're, we're doing a little special one today. Um, like the famous play Julius Caesar says, we come not to praise Stallone and Schwarzenegger. We kind of come to bury him today. Because... So, did, did Caesar talk about Stallone and Schwarzenegger? A lot, yes. Okay. Mark Anthony was a huge fan of the Terminator franchise. Gotcha. But it's a special episode today because we are right about the 20th an- 25th anniversary of mm-hmm. Last Action Hero, which was... The beginning of the end for Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. and a few weeks ago, Memorial Day weekend, Cliffhanger had come out 25 years ago, which was the last gasp, really, of Stallone. And since this point, they've had some hits. Not many. But all of their biggest hits have been behind them, and I thought that 93, this year, it's a really interesting year for these people, because like I said, it's... It's the end of their really dominance. They were yeah. the most dominant stars of the 80s. They were in huge movies. But when I look back, you know, Sloan had a lot of clunkers in the 80s as well. <laughs> he I did. Mean, he had the Rambos and the Rockies, but a lot of the other stuff didn't do that well. But this was but his last big hit that wasn't, you know, starring every single action star of the 70s, 80s, and 90s or the next version of Creed or whatever like that. So Stallone is remembered mostly for the Rockies and the Rambos, yeah. though. Most people don't remember his his junk. No. Although... I, 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 I had forgotten about a lot of it till I looked at it on IMDb. I do like Cobra. <laughs> it's not Cobra Kai, though. No, it's not Cobra Kai. It's nowhere near as good as Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but most people don't remember too much about Stop no. or My Mom Will Shoot or oh, yeah. Oscar. or I, I do kind of like Tango and Cash, you know. Tango and Cash was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Schwarzenegger is much the same way. I mean, you look at what he had before that. He had the Terminators and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and he's coming off Terminator 2, which is still his biggest hit. No, Batman and Robin. Best <laughs> best Schwarzenegger performance of all time that yeah. came after this. Um, nice to see you, Batman. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he comes out of this and he does stuff like Jingle all the way and collateral damage and sixth man or sixth day. What sixth was the case? Something. Yeah. Um, I think the sixth man was the ghost basketball movie. I think it was sixth day where he was cloned. And then of course they all unite for the expendable movies later on. Yeah, exactly. So and um, you see both of them. Sixth day. Sixth day. Okay, but you also see both of them after this. Instead of like he had uh, Schwarzenegger had a racer after this. That was still a pretty big. Hit. I enjoyed that. Yeah, um, but you see both of them going back. To their heyday. Mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger goes after a few other bombs, like the movie where he, he fought the devil in one of the movies. It was like an apocalypse movie, End of Days, I think. Maybe it was End of Days. That was really bad. But, you know, after that and after Stallone had a few bombs in the 90s, although I do love Demolition Man. You can't talk me out of that. That is one of my favorite action movies. Dennis Rodman's uh, whole look came from that movie. Yeah, I think yeah. it did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. But both of them go back to what made them so popular. You know, after True Lies and Eraser, Schwarzenegger had to go back to Terminator 3. Yeah. Um, mm. Stallone started... Shouldn't have. 
Stallone started making Rocky Balboa, Rambo 4, Creed. And then, like we said, they came together and made Expendables, which had them and every other action star the last 30 years. So, I mean, this was really the end of this period for them. It was. Schwarzenegger, going back to his roots, like his episode of Liberty Kids he was on. He played Baron von Steuben. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much more to his roots that is. (laughs) Yes, um, but he also was out of commission for six years, I think. A while. How long he was a governor? I can't remember how long he was a governor. The governor. But, you know, when he came back, he actually made some decent movies. Like, Sabotage wasn't that bad. Last Stand wasn't. Was actually pretty good. The Last Stand was actually one of his better ones of, quote-unquote, late. Yeah, but... The time has just passed them yeah, by. There was has. there was people like us that were seeing it, but the next generation are like, I don't really care about this. It guy. almost reminds me that their 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 more recent movies almost reminds me of Jean Claude Van Damme's character in JCVD uh-huh. or JC Van JCVD Jean Claude Van, Van Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, yes, on the Amazon show that was sadly canceled because we're the only two the that over, watched it. Yeah, it was uh, the the over the hill actor who they're just trying to find parts for, uh-huh. and that's kind of what these remind me of later yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, like they just there's not that calling for them because no. the people, the next generation underneath us, don't care. You know, nope. it happens to all of them. You know, John Wayne. You know, um, Lee Marvin. All of the Steve McQueen, even you know, a lot of them died younger, but yeah, you saw that they just. That next generation comes and they lose their revel- relevance, and then they they have to take you know secondary character work, well, which these guys don't want to do. You can tell that. I think Stallone would be great in a movie where he's like the third lead. But other than Creed, which he was nominated for an Academy Award and should have won, he it, actually was very good in Creed. Yeah, that's but again, what, it go- that goes back to his roots of yeah, Rocky again, though. But that's what he should be doing. Yeah, he's actually you know. He's people, not going to carry a film anymore. No, and people malign him a lot, but he's actually not a bad actor if he tries. If he tries. Schwarzenegger. Hmm. Yeah, Schwar- Schwarzenegger, you know, he is what he is. Yeah. But, so that's what we're talking about today. Um, yes. I will start with Cliffhanger. Yep. And like I said, that came out at Memorial Day. It was the big Memorial Day movie of this summer. Now, this is still before... They started releasing movies earlier than Memorial Day for the summer period. Mm-hmm. That actually didn't really start for a few years after this with Twister. That was the first really big one that was that first week in May. And then, you know, Spider-Man made it even bigger. But it used to be your first big movie came out Memorial Day weekend. Yep. And for 93, that was Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Um, if you read about the development of this movie, it's very interesting. I don't know how much of this is true, but apparently he was going to make a movie where there is a mutated monster on a high-speed runway train. I'm telling you. We which, talked about this yeah, earlier. Yeah, I, I still want to see that. Yeah. Uh, and then he was going to make a movie where he was a cop trying to stop um, modern-day pirates from robbing a bank during a hurricane, which... I still want to see that. I haven't seen Hurricane Heist yet. I think that's no. I think that's going to be as close we're going to get. Um, but they, neither of those happen. It's one of those things. Like, well, those two sound really cool. Eh, let's just make a Die Hard on a mountain. Okay, that works. That works out well. But I remember because this was this is in my heyday of loving action movies. I mm-hmm. still do. But this was ninety three. I was twelve. So okay, that great point. In time, when I loved action movies. Right. And I still remember seeing the previews for this movie. It used classical music. There was no words whatsoever. 
And it was just Stallone shooting people, jumping off buildings and uh, jumping off cliffs in slow motion, explosions. And I'm just like, I I'm am sold. so there. And yep. my poor dad, because I wasn't old enough to see R-rated movies by myself, he always had to take me. But it was his fault, too, because he's the one that got me into Die Hard and all those. So, um Poor made dad. him take me to see this. And, you know, it's not a bad movie. It's one of Stallone's better ones. Mm-hmm. Is it great? No. no. What, what the plot is, and we'll talk more about this a little bit, too. This was the last year before CGI really took over. So all of this stuff was done with practical stunts. Yeah. And the whole plot is John Lithgow rocking a really bad uh, British accent is pretty much the Hans Gruber of this movie. Mm-hmm. He's this world-renowned criminal everybody knows who he is but none of the agencies can ever touch him right because it takes two mountain men to take him down but he is trying a um in-air heist because he's got a treasury agent and they're flying all this money over the rockies Mm -hmm. and he's got a treasury agent in his pocket so they kill everybody on that plane and they're going from one plane to the other midair, and this is the most expensive stunt ever because they actually had to do it. They, had they didn't to do have it. CGI, so right. they're like, "Okay, we're going to dangle you out the uh, one plane to the other." So they actually did that, and so they're throwing all this money. Um, one of the guys that they th- the treasure agent kills everybody, but one of the guys isn't quite dead, so he I'm not kills. Dead yet? Yeah, I'm only partially dead. So he kills the pilot that's in on it. He falls out the plane and then he shoots because there's like a line in between the two planes and the three suitcases that had billions of dollars fall into the rocky mountains and then what happens is stallone is a mountain climber in this he's like part of rocky mountain rescue the very beginning Mm -hmm. of the movie still a very iconic scene is the first scene in the movie because his best friend is played by michael rooker the rook who's great it's the rooker you know can't go wrong yeah my favorite of his is still mall rats but, you know, yeah, he's Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy yes, he now. Is. He was in Walking Dead for Walking about Dead a for year. A couple, a few seasons. Yeah, a few seasons. But, um, so, Michael Rooker's up there with his girlfriend. For some reason, they're in the this place that they can't get down. I don't know how she got up there, but he hurts his leg. And so he can't get her down. So, right. um, they fly the helicopter over here, and it's Stallone and his girlfriend. His girlfriend's the pilot. And they have this long rope. And Rooker makes it over there, but the um, stuff breaks before the girl can get in. She's hanging, and Stallone goes out there, and he's holding her, and Rooker's like, don't you let go! And she's like, help me! And she slips out of his grasp and falls to her death. So he's not a mountain climber anymore. Yep. Just happens to show up the day because he's trying to get his girlfriend back, who, like, I'm used to more modern day action films and like i know this was really bad and i know they still have a long way to go but man that woman had no point in this movie other than to shriek loudly get beat up by the bad guys and then get kidnapped so they have to save her at the end she is your classic damsel in distress from the 90 well the 80s 80s yeah action movies Mm -hmm. because even in the 90s they kind of went away from that a little bit yeah a little bit you know but she's your classic 80s damsel in distress yeah can't do anything for herself no and she tries, but she, she always... tries, but she always fails. Yeah, she always fails has and always, always has be to safe. be rescued. Yeah, and yep. like she just... I mean, it was a nothing part for her. Yeah. But um, he comes back, tries to get her, and at the same time, you know, Michael Rooker's not talking to him anymore because the girlfriend died and he blames him, even though he was the dumbass that brought yeah. an experienced climber at the top of 
like the skinniest and tallest peak in the Rocky Mountains. And yeah. um, so they go up there together because they see a plane crashes. The bad guys are like, okay, you're going to help us find these cases of money. We know where they are. Um, but they only need one. So instead of having both and then killing them later, they're like, oh, let's kill this guy now. So Stallone fakes his death and they oh. lose one of the um, yeah. things of burial. And John Lithgow and his really bad English. I never noticed how bad this English accent was <laughs> until I watched this again. Like, God, he's just, maybe I'm just used to his regular voice now. But he was like, your friend just had the most expensive funeral of all times. He's not, it's not his best role. No. Um, yeah, because, you know, he's great in Dexter, great in a lot of comedies. This was not one of his better ones. He was just no. trying, he was a poor man's Alan Rickman, because he was trying to be. That's who he was supposed to be. There's yeah. no question. I mean, he was just trying to be the next, you know, Hans Alan, Gruber. Yeah, Hans Gruber, you know, the next Alan Rickman. So he just didn't do that good a job. But the most annoying character, oh my God, was the evil treasury agent. He oh was so my. annoying. Yeah. But I realized. I guess that's good because he's trying to play that cocksure kind of, you know, agent, and he does it well. But yeah, he's annoying. And then um, Leon, who I'll always know as the main guy from Cool Runnings, is also one of the bad guys, and he takes out his knife. He's like, "If you give me the money, I'll kill you, but your bitch lives." He needed that money for a new bobsled. <laughs> he did. Yep. Because they had a really bad one. You know, John Candy found it, and they needed a better. They one. needed a better one. He had a he had a good you know winter movie in <laughs> 1993 because he had cool runnings, cool runnings on top of mountains and then yeah. this on top of mountains. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Stallone kills them one by one. Uh, the bad guys kill, you know, their friends, the skydivers, everything like that. And it ends with John Lithgow and Stallone punching each other on a half-blown-up helicopter that's dangling over a cliff. The way it should be. Yeah. And, you know, I still like the movie. It's cheesy as can be now. Like, some of the lines are really bad. Like, everything that Leon says is pretty bad. Um, the treasure agent was annoying. But it's still good. But the one thing I noticed is... Now, I, one of my favorite all-time action movies, too, is Long Kiss Goodnight, directed by the oh same guy. Oh, my gosh, I love that movie. Rennie Harlan. So, I like Rennie Harlan, but I look at this movie. This movie should give you vertigo, because it's literally... I hate vertigo. <laughs> yeah, you don't like I, I get it, and yeah. it's horrible. But, you know, it should make your stomach drop out. They're above. This is all real stuff. But he shot so close in a lot of times, they didn't have the um, scope of it. Because, now I know this. you haven't seen this, but one of the best experiences of that feeling is Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol with the yeah, skyscraper scene. And I remember I saw that, and I felt dizzy at some points. That's the way Cliffhanger should have been, and they didn't do it. So that's, like, I think the main problem with it is it should have been, like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're doing this. The stunt should have been bigger. They should have shot it more so you have that feeling of where everything is. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is I want Brad Bird to do it now. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, that's that was Stallone's movie, but if you do look at the box office... It did pretty decent that year. Um, it made a little under $80 million, which at the time, you know, it doesn't sound like that much now. That's that's a pretty successful that's a um, chunk, especially for a summer film. movie at the time. Yeah. In like you said, it wasn't, a, it wasn't until later that they started putting, you know, big movies into summer windows. Yeah. And, you know, 
these movies, if they did $40, $50 million, that's pretty good. So it did well, but it also had a very high budget. So they thought it'd be bigger. They thought this was going to be Stallone's next um, franchise, which it didn't make it into one this is it's been a one and done they've tried to make the second one where he stops people on the hoover dam which again <laughs> i will watch i would do it but um they it never really made it after this first one and it was supposed to be one of the biggest ones it was like this and last action heroes that everybody was expecting but 93 was one movie well two movies it was jurassic park jurassic park and then the fugitive and everything else just kind of got pushed off to the side so and yeah if you look at um adjusted gross like if it came out today and sold the same amount of tickets right now it's 185 million so not bad not terrible not terrible it, um it was um for 93 it was the 10th biggest movie so it still did pretty well that's not terrible no i didn't so I didn't go into quite as much depth watching this, knowing that you were watching this when I was doing Last Action Hero, but mm -hmm. it struck me as a movie that, honestly, I, I still have a soft spot for and I still kind of enjoy. Yeah. It's not great. It's not a new action movie, because, you know, I'm a huge fan of action films today, mm -hmm. too, but, you know, my action films today are, are Dwayne Johnson and Chris Pratt and, yeah, you know, like Rampage and, and all that kind of stuff. They're dumb action movies, but I still like them. This one, I think what impressed me the most is is still reminding myself that the stunts that you see on the film are actually really happening. Happen. Yeah. And it, that's impressive, especially when you're talking about stunts in a mountain yeah. with helicopters and planes and mountain cliffs. And, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, if they're going to do this, have like 17 cameras going. Mm-hmm. Be like, I am getting him from above, I'm getting him from below, from and the gonna side. And we're going to take the best shot, and, and then we're going to... Blurge them all together. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you're going to actually have these people doing this, get that stuff. And that's yeah. where I think, like, the scope felt a little small because it could have been shot on, you know, a lot of it could have been shot on a stage somewhere. Yeah, it could have been. Um, but, you know, we, you and I talked about this before. The Just the scope of this movie could have been a lot better, mm -hmm. like you just said. And and I agree with you because it seemed, I mean, you've got, you literally have, I, I, was it actually shot in the Rocky Mountains? It was, some of it was, but most of it was actually shot in the Italian Alps because that's it was what cheaper. It looked like. eh, that's and surprising. it was cl it was close enough to what it looked like. So the Alps are Alps, and the mountains are mountains. So, yeah. but you have so that that's almost even worse in a way mm -hmm. because now you have this majestic backdrop of the Alps, and you're really only using this little tiny bit on the film. Yeah, just open those scopes. Open use, it. Use different camera. Yeah, you know lenses. Even get, angles. Yeah, just get that feeling out there because the one part that they could have done so much more was they're on the bridge and they never, like, I'm like, pan underneath the bridge. Show how far it is. I remember Temple of Doom, you know. Oh, yeah. The scene where they're going over. Still, um, Spielberg takes the moment, stops, shows how far it is, shows the crocodiles under, shoots from the bottom and shows how high it is. So you're like, okay, I understand this. It sets a great sense of depth for that shot. Yes. I, know I know exactly which film you're talking about because I just showed the three, three, there's only yeah. three. Yeah, there's only three the of three them. three Indiana Jones movies to my daughter recently. And she loved them all. She uh -huh. wanted to eat them all up. But I know exactly the scene you're talking about. And you're right. Just all you got to do is a little bit of scene setting. And when you've got the natural beauty and backdrop of the Alps to do that in, come on. Yeah. Let's make it happen, guys. Yeah, and like I said, you know, I... 
Rennie Harlan's made some bad movies, but he's made some interesting ones too. And it, he just needed to, you know, think about it. It's like, okay, go back. Like, I would love to see Brad Bird, who did Mission Impossible 4. I want to see him do this just to see if he can get it. And sure. know, know who I'd have star in it? Who's that? Now, The Rock is too easy of an answer because we could say that for everyone. Uh, yeah. Know who I think could do a really good job? As for Stallone's role? Yeah. Mm, Jason Statham. Mm. I don't know. Mark Wahlberg. Ooh, you know what? Actually, he probably could. He, I, I was watching this, and I'm like, he'd be perfect, because I could see him, like, being the mopey guy in the beginning, and then trying to, you know, get it. But, um, so, after Cliffhanger for Stallone, he did, his next movie is one of my favorites of Stallone, Demolition Man. I could watch that movie forever. It's a good one. All, you know, restaurants are now Taco Bell. <laughs> I and, haven't had a Taco Hell in quite a while. <laughs> and the last time I did, I remember why I didn't have Taco yes. Hell in quite a while. And then after that, he did The Specialist, which was his movie where it was supposed to be Sexy that Time. Was, a, was that Sharon Sylvester, Stone? Yeah, um, Sharon Stone. Yeah. Um, I remember no, watching that thinking it was going to be a great movie and went, oh. No, it's really, no, it, that's still known for. It came What's out it? the same weekend as Pulp Fiction and lost to Pulp Fiction. Well, Pulp Fiction's a much better film. Yes. Uh, then he did Assassins with um, mm, Antonio Banderas. Um was it? Ri- I think it was directed by. I know it was written by the Wachowskis, but I think they directed it as well. Let's still see. not a great. No, film. Richard Donner. Oh, okay. Richard Donner directed this. Uh, written by the Wachowskis. It should have been better. Should've then, been. then one of his worst, Judge Dredd. Ugh. And then I'd like he, to forget that one. Yeah. Then he made Daylight, which was him trying to do something different. And didn't work. Didn't work. Um. Then his time when he tried to become serious and did Copland. Didn't work. Didn't work. I mean, it was an okay movie, but one good. He was an ants. He was didn't, an actor. Didn't work. He was either. a voice in that. And then we're getting into his really. Oh, he was in Liberty's Kids as well. He was Paul Revere. He was Paul Revere. How is Sylvester? Hey, oh, the redcoats are coming. <laughs> what if by two, Adrian? <laughs> but then, like, we get into his really fallow period. We got Get Carter, Driven, ICU. Wow. Um, Spy Kids three, game over. And then he, that's when he's like. And is that when he's like, you know, I gotta got go back. Yeah, that's when he goes back. So the yeah. next two movies, he makes Rocky Balboa and Rambo. Sure. And then he makes The Expendables. And you know what? The Expendables was not horrible. No, for what it was. Fun. If you take it as just a movie that's gonna be fun, it's, it's, it's a good watch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this was his last big grasp. Because like I said, I love, I love Demolition Man, but didn't do as well as they thought. And then it just. You know, it each progressively movie got worse. progressively well, got worse for him because Until he's like, I got to Okay. Hey, Rocky again. His base was gone at that yeah, point. It, they, was. it was the next generation of kids watching movies mm-hmm. and they're not watching Sylvester Stallone. And as I'm going to get to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. They're not watching those guys anymore. No. So they come a little bit later on and make their old movies again, mm-hmm. hoping to pull their base back in. And actually, Rocky, Rocky Balboa it wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Yeah, there, there's um, some scenes in that are good. It was okay. Creed's great. Creed is fantastic. Creed is, but again, but it ties not, two different generations yeah. together. And he's not the star. Of it. And he's not the star. He is the perfect in that, you know, kind of back role. You know, exactly. In that good supporting role. He was a great support for it. Um, I'm nervous about Creed 2 because now it's like... I don't know if I want to see Creed 2 because I just want it to stay right where it was. Yeah, and it's Rocky 4 Part 2. Yeah, I don't know. So that, that should be interesting. But now we're going to talk about Schwarzenegger and then we'll get back to why this happened. You know, we talked about the base, but there's other reasons oh, that sure. we're going to talk about afterwards. So moving into Schwarzenegger's last action hero. So I told you before the we started this show that I remembered this film far more fondly than you do now. Than I do now because I just rewatched it and I, I it dawned on me that I haven't seen this film since uh, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember it being a film that I was like, I, that was a fun movie. I enjoyed yeah. that. And we've talked about seeing Ghostbusters, like the cartoon on Netflix, and how and, it ruined our childhood yeah. watching it again. And Slimer realized is just the most how annoying character ever. Yeah. So I did that with this movie, and I realize now, as I thought about how bad this movie was, I realized what it was. They're not the same movie, mm-hmm. but I get this, I get this movie, and um, True Lies confused. Oh yeah. True Lies is significantly better than this. Yeah, James Cameron did yeah. True Lies. But for whatever reason, because they came out in the same um, general time frame. True Lies came out the year after. Yeah. And it was his, like... It was his last kind of really good movie. Yeah, he's opinion. like, hey, I've come back. I'm yeah. doing. I'm so, with James Cameron again. So for whatever reason, sometimes I think back to Last Action Hero, and I remember the hairier jump jet scene with yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, and, and uh-huh. that's not this movie, by the way. No. Spoiler alert, this is not that movie. <laughs> um, so this movie is... Um, Basically a kid who he's kind of – he feels kind of left out of his world um, and and he loves action films just like we do. Yeah. So he goes to watch these action films and he loves Jack Slater. Mm-hmm. Slater is, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's going to this film one day and he's sitting there and this old man – now, I don't, I don't really know why you talk to just – why do you talk in a movie theater? <laughs> I don't know. It just drives me insane. Well, no one ever goes to this movie theater. It's true. Him it and is the just him and the projectionist. Played by R. Carney. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, so, the golden ticket comes out. It was a ticket originally owned by Harry Houdini. Houdini, yep. It's um, never been used. He's never had this for years. So he's like, I'm going to give it to you. And I'm within give three seconds, kid. he tears it in half. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, our, our, our mutual friend Justin would probably just cringe at uh-huh. the fact of tearing something of Herring Houdini's in half. Yeah. Justin's an actual ma- uh, magician, so. I've had um, this for years. I'm going to give it ah, to you. Rip. It's a pristine condition. <laughs> rip. There you go. So, but it, it, what happens is he gets drawn literally into the film mm-hmm. of Slater. Um, the characters in the movie don't realize it's a movie. Yeah. They think it's their real life. Mm-hmm. And he's like... So he's like he's he's basically guiding Arnold Schwarzenegger's character through this movie, mm-hmm. and he's saying, "Oh, the bad guy just lives over there. How do you know? Because I've seen this movie. Yeah. He's over there. Yeah. It's right I over saw there. The establishing shot earlier. It's right there. It's in that house right there. Um, there's no real plot to the actual movie itself mm-hmm. because the the plot to the main movie is this whole interaction here. Yeah. Um, no, didn't it, the plot of the movie is he kills his yeah. favorite second cousin or yeah, something like that? Yeah, it's a cousin. Is some sort of a, is it a second cousin? Yeah, I, I think, think it's it a second cousin. His favorite second cousin. Yeah, similarly to John Wick. Yeah, um, except it's a dog. Um, so the whole thing goes on through the movies. They figure out where the bad guy is because you know the boy says it's right there. There's the established yeah. shot. I just watched it 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the bad guy realizes he gets a hold of it, the mm-hmm. ticket, and he can, and go, to the real he world. can go to the real world. So they convince Arnold Schwarzenegger to go to the real world because he's mm-hmm. got to stop him. He's now no, in my no, world. Jack Slater, because there is well, there is Jack Slater. He's yeah, he's Jack right. Slater. Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold, in this movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger too. is a character in this movie he's, as well as being the character of Jack Slater. <laughs> he's selling a lot of stuff about Planet Hollywood in this movie. Exactly. Oh God, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, I remember my first experience at Planet Hollywood was in Orlando back when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And we went down for a show choir competition. And I was I was expecting more. I still love them. You know? They're fun, but I expected yeah. more. I, I do like the one in Orlando because it's got the speed bus. So. It does. Um, so they convince, I, sh- I should make this very clear, they convince Slater to go to, the, to, real go to the real world. But in doing so, of course, Slater lives by action movie rules. Yes. Everything is going to go right for him. Mm-hmm. 
and it doesn't always in the real world. So yeah, he's but, like, which is so funny. It's like your life is shit here. Yeah, everything's going right for me on that film, uh-huh. and I'm out here now. That and says my, a lot about the world. It's like he instantly like. His life goes to shit in the real world. So that actually likens back into our Truman Show discussion from last week. Yeah. So, but, um, so, you know, my, my gun runs out of bullets out here and stuff like that, you know. And they shoot, I love the one part where he shoots the taxi and expects it to <laughs> explode. It to explode. And it, it does not. It just like drops off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so eventually they wind up tracking the bad guy down. You know, they got to stop him. But cameos out the wazoo in this mm-hmm. movie. Oh, you forgot that. Death, Death pops himself out of, does pop yeah, out of the movie as well. Because they're going by another theater that's got the seven uh, seal yeah. plane, and Death comes out <laughs> Death and is comes after out. Jack Slater. So <laughs> Which, can he only kill fictional characters? Because there is the part where he touches the other guy and he falls over, though. I think he can only kill fictional characters. By the way, Death is played by Ian McKellen. Yes. Which... Well, it had a great cast. It because did! the bad guy is... Um, Charles Dance, who then went on to be in Game of Thrones, he was, you know, Lannister. He's the mm-hmm. Lannister dad. So. Yep. Uh, it's just such a great... And the bad guy's name is Benedict, which... Yeah, and the best thing about him is his eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so... <laughs> the whole thing comes to a head, but there, like I said, there's, if you look at the IMDb page... Oops, crap. I accidentally clicked on one of them. A lot of these people have their character name... But they also have just their own name. Karen Duffy is just Karen Duffy. Yeah. Lisa Gibbons. MC Hammer. Yeah. Because you got to have Hammer in any movie in the 90s. Yeah, early 90s. Yeah, early 90s. Maria Shriver, Little Richard. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Marvin Marvin Van Peoples. I mean, all these people. Danny DeVito playing the cat. Yeah. (laughs) Which was interesting. Um, But a lot of these. Saved my life. A lot of these, you know, I don't want to call them big names, but they're, they're big enough stars, are just. You know, themselves, because mm-hmm. it's in the real world now. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't... I remembered this much better than I watched it again. So when I watched it again, it kind of ruined this movie for me. And <laughs> and, and so I read up on it. I was like, is it really as bad as I'm... Or, or am I just... Give, am I being too hard on this? Mm-hmm. And I read an article, I think it was by the AV Club, that really hit it home. This movie doesn't have an identity. No. It tries to be an action movie, straight out action. Mm-hmm. It tries to be a parody, and it tries to be a comedy. Yeah. And when you try to do all three things, and you don't merge... Because it's not like it tries to be an action comedy parody. No, it's It's an an action action movie, movie. a parody, and a comedy. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work with all three elements not fused together at all. Yeah. Um, And I think that drove me nuts. Once I started to read that, I realized, you're right, you know? Yeah, because... That's what that's what's so frustrating about it because I still have a soft spot for this. You know, it's not great, but oh. there are mo- there are moments where I really like it. Like when um, every single woman in the world is like really hot in the real and in, in the in the movie. World. Yeah, in the movie world, right? And um, he gets all of their uh, numbers, and it's like all five five five, and yeah, just the animated cat, and yep. you know. Um, one of my favorite, like, just throwaway lines is after he jumps off the, um, into the tar pits, mm-hmm. he, like, wipes himself off, and the little kid's like, you know, most people that would stick to... Yeah, and he's like, I, I hate when this happens. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, that is a problem with this, that it's got those moments, it but has. then the next moment is, there's oh, a fart joke. Yeah. And then the next moment is ACDC really loud on you, the, um, this movie, soundtrack. This movie can't be taken seriously. Yeah. It can't be. Um, even as a film, it just cannot be taken seriously, you and, know? 
and 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 one of the things is like you said, it tries to play off of so many other things. There was a there was a um, I believe there's a lethal weapon reference in it at one point uh-huh. where the house blows up and the black cops like two weeks from retirement or whatever you know yeah. plays a lethal weapon and, and then they had the Stallone joke I do love the Stallone, the Stallone joke, joke where of he's course. in Terminator Two yeah because Schwarzenegger is in yeah. in live and yeah world. exactly and you know it's like at one point you know uh, Slater says something like he turns he goes. He says something like, I'll be back. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I bet you didn't know I was going to say it. He's like, yes, I did. That's no your mind. catchphrase. Yeah. This is this is Jack Slater 4. Uh-huh. It's in every one of your movies. Or when he just shoots the guy in his um, closet. He's <laughs> yeah. like, there's always a guy in there. And that's, you know, one of the big problems is what you're saying is this all these different movies. Yeah. And the problem with that is it was written by um, Zach Penn, who went off and did the, the X-Men movies and stuff like that. So he was good. Mm-hmm. And then they had, you know, who was at his apex at the time shane black who i love like he's one of the best my favorite writers and right. they had him punch it up and those two just didn't really mesh together right and one thing that they did change was in the original one the kid was supposed to be a little older and it was a little less kid friendly which i would like to kind of see that one now because they tried to kiddify it a little too much well that was schwarzenegger i think schwarzenegger yeah. had required Basically demanded. Yeah, this want, has to be a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, I want, I want more. I want my base to grow. He was, he was, smart. he was trying to do it. Yeah, he was he's trying like, to be smart. I can't do work. you know Total Recall and all these movies always. And like he tries it a few times, and like he also did have a success a few years ago with Kindergarten Cop because it wasn't a tumor. Yeah, it's not a tumor. So you know you could see what he's doing, but it wasn't written like that. Right. Or get rid of just make it a comedy. You know, make it a comedy action. There's action in it, but that's not the big part. I mean, and the sad thing is, this movie's directed by John McTiernan. John McTiernan, Mr. Die Hard himself. So you're talking about movies he's done before this, Nomads, eh, whatever. <laughs> but Predator. Yeah. Die, Die Hard. hard. Hunt for Red October. October. He, comes, he comes back and does Die Hard with a vengeance yeah. after this. And then he goes to jail because he didn't pay taxes on and Hunt for Red October, Die Hard. And then Predator. you see that he's gone for a while from the scene. Yeah. Um, but then he comes back later on and he does a movie that is not good, but I have a soft spot for The 13th Warrior, Warrior with, with Antonio Banderas. I don't know why I like that, but I do. Yeah. And then Rollerball. No. Mm. No. God. And The Thomas Crown Affair. That was actually It was decent. not too bad. Yeah. Um, the Thomas Crown Affair was was not a bad movie. Yeah, but like his best was but his best again, and I think it ties into it ties into Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Uh-huh. His best is Predator, Die Hard, Hunt for Red October, Die, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, yeah, his right there, and it's funny because the one that's in there that's kind of the outlier is Hunt for October. No, no, it is, is last. Is this one? Yeah. I thought you were talking about the ones I was talking about there. Yeah, no, yeah, Hunt for October is kind of different, but it's still a great movie. It's this still is, a fantastic movie. Yeah, this is this is the outlier because it's different. So, you know, it's one of those things that I would love to see them remake this. Okay, so let's talk on that. Starring, mm-hmm. I mean, you could always do The Rock because that, that yeah, The Rock would be great. But that was one of the problems too because Jack Slater wasn't a. St- Schwarzenegger, no character. Know who it should have been in this point? Bruce Willis. Yeah, I mean he, Jack Slater is pretty much Bruce Willis's character from um, Last Boy Scout, another Shane Black movie. I mean it was it was that same character. Yeah. So you got to have someone a little down on his luck, a little grungy. And that um, was not see at that at this time that's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, Arnold Schwarzenegger was bigger than the world himself. Yeah. I and mean, Jack Slater, Jack Slater was John McClane, or like I said, the character from 
um, last Boy Scout. So yeah, that that was one of the problems right there. They needed to change the Jack Slater a little bit. I agree with that. And you know, when you combine the fact that I don't feel like it was cast well at the star level, mm-hmm. so Schwarzenegger was not the right person there. Yeah. With the fact that it needed to be brought together much better and have these three different themes of movie woven together better. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work. Yeah. And I remembered it working and I watched it and it, and it just didn't. didn't work and well, it killed me. Yeah, because the first time you saw it, you were about the kids. I was about the kids' age. Yeah, I'm like, I want to go in I want to go movies. in with a Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, I'd still want to go in there. You know, so so we look at we look at Schwarzenegger at this point. So he does Last Action Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes a he makes a bit part in the movie Dave, which I actually enjoy the I movie love Dave. Dave. Yeah, um, True Lies, which is great, great movie. Mm-hmm. That's why this movie is so yeah. fondly remembered for me because I got it. Then he did Eraser, I think. Uh, he does Junior, where he's pregnant. Remember? See, oh Jesus, yeah, yeah. you forgot that one, didn't you? Uh, T uh, three, then Jingle All the Way, uh-huh. then Eraser. Now Eraser's not bad. He made T three before Eraser. No, no, I'm sorry, T two three D. Oh, okay. I was about the to Battle say. Across Time, which is a short. Yeah, I was about to say. He, no, he, oh, T3 comes later. T3 was, oh God, none of these other things are working. Yeah. i got to go back. So he, he then goes to Batman and Robin, where he's Mr. Freeze. Um, oh, God. End of Days, Sixth Day, mm-hmm. Collateral Damage. Um, he is just a bar patron in The Rundown. That's a great cameo. Which because is a he, great cameo. He literally passes the torch. He tells The Rock, Here you, you know, go. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. And the, and the Rock has taken that good luck and run with it. Yeah. Or lifted it thousands of times. Yeah. Um, Rundown's still one of The Rock's best movies. Then he does T3. Mm-hmm. And then The Kid and I. And then he becomes and the And then governor. becomes The Expendables. Yeah, The Governor and then yeah. comes back. And, you know, it's just kind of sad that he, it did go away because it used to, I mean, I remember when I was younger, a Schwarzenegger movie was a big freaking deal oh for God. me. Oh, my God. Think about this. I, see, my favorite Schwarzenegger movie is not everybody's favorite Schwarzenegger movie, but it's Conan. Yeah. And that's one of his really early movies. Yeah, that's that's before he's... I thought you were going to say Hercules in New York. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> or what was that movie he did with Jim Belushi where he played the Russian? Raw Deal. Raw Deal. Um, no, but I loved Conan the Barbarian and then Conan mm. the Destroyer. Um, but of course he did Commando, Running Man. You know how I told you I'd kill you last? I lied. I lied. Uh, then he goes somewhere off the beaten path there and does Twins, which wasn't mm-hmm. bad. No, it wasn't bad. It, they used him well in that comedy because he was with Danny he could, he could do comedies. Yeah. I enjoyed Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, Kindergarten Cop's great. And it's okay for a big action star every once in a while to throw something in there. Mm-hmm. But now, then he stays with his main core through mm-hmm. that whole movie too. Yeah. That whole, that whole set of movies. Then he just... Yeah. But give this movie to Vin Diesel right now. Yeah. I could but, give this you movie know, to Vin, to Vin change, Diesel. Change the character a little bit so it's... He's pretty much playing Dom Toretto, but yeah. give this to Vin Diesel. He'd do great in a new version of this. I but agree. don't tell Vin Diesel it's a comedy. No. Too. Because exactly. that's what makes Fast and Furious so well, because he's serious and it's a comedy. Yeah. So um, so that's basically this movie. Mm-hmm. So let's talk now about why this is the beginning of the end of Action Stars, of uh, these two Action Stars. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they had their run, and like you said, they're getting out of the base, but really, there was two movies that happened in a few years of each other. 1989's Batman, mm-hmm. which really got the whole IP started. Yeah. You know, because it didn't matter who Batman... It, it had Jack Nicholson in it. Yes. Sure. Tim Burton kind of was a name. Not really. I mean, he did Pee Wee before this and Beetlejuice, so people knew who he was. But what sold that movie... Batman. ...was the bat symbol. 
was just the symbol. That's all they did. That was the only advertising poster I remember of this movie. Yeah, that's it was all they just the symbol of that's Batman. That's all they did. Yeah. So that was the first one. And then this same summer, which came out 25 years ago this weekend, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. And that changed everything because And look, Jurassic World is still going yeah, on. Yeah, Jurassic World is still going on, but the way that that changed so much too is like, okay, we already had the IP. Here's this movie that was who why did people go see Jurassic Park? Not for the dinosaurs, but the people involved. Who was it that made you want to go see Jurassic Sam Park? Sam Neil. Sam Neil? Is that who you went for? See, most people would probably say Spielberg. No, I liked Sam Neil <laughs> as that Sam. character. I really did. Yeah. But I mean, but did Spielberg you know, would have been Did you know who Sam Neil was at this point when you were what were you you'd be 14? No. Right? I probably didn't. It was probably more that I knew who Spielberg yeah, was. Yeah, everybody knew who Spielberg Looking was. Looking back on it, I like it because of Sam Neill. Yeah. But I think at the time, you're probably right yeah, with Spielberg. Because it didn't have any big names. No. It had Jeff Goldblum. Who, who wasn't a huge name at no, the time. I mean, he was probably the biggest because he was in The Fly. Yeah. People knew who he was. Uh-huh. And I I now love him more because of Thor Ragnarok because he was Oh my gosh, he was so good in that. But I mean, they had Jeff Goldblum. They had Richard Attenborough, who hadn't been in a movie in 20 years. He's directing... Yeah. Had Laura Dern, some people might know her. Sam Neill, no one knew who it was. It had the kids. Samuel Jackson wasn't big yet. This is before. No, he was just a computer guy. So, I mean, like, I think the only actor I knew when I saw it the first time was Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah, he was in there. mm -hmm. So, all of a sudden, this movie comes out, and you don't need stars. Both of those two movies change also the, the context of what the action movie is. There aren't giant explosions going off everywhere like yeah. Schwarzenegger and Stallone movies. Mm-hmm. It it just changes it. It's it's more of a like Jurassic Park is a is is a player versus the environment kind mm-hmm. of movie, you know? And Batman is you know, it's superhero. Yeah. It just is. So, but I mean like neither of them it wasn't sold it wasn't an sold. Actor. No, you did not have on Jurassic Park, you did not have uh, you Tom know, Cruise. Tom Cruise's face on yeah. the, on the poster. The poster, like in both of these movies, like you said, the poster for Batman was the bat symbol. The poster, the poster for Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park was the symbol for the park. Yeah, it was the park. So, I mean, like, there's no actors that no. you're needed for this. Anybody could have done it. Sam Neill was great. Jeff Goldblum was great. But if you would have put anybody else in it, it wouldn't have changed how much it made. I don't think it would have changed it might have changed all. the quality, but not how much it made. No. And then, you know, in the next few years, you have something like Twister. Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. They're not fine. Stars. They're serviceable yeah, at that time. But they're not stars. Nope. Then you had Independence Day. Again, Jeff Goldblum, but still not a big Will star. Will Smith, but he is but he's he was, well off of everything he'd done yeah. years before. Will Smith was made by Independence Day. Independence Day wasn't made by Will exactly. Smith. Exactly. He was remade changed. by Independence yeah. Day. So you had Independence Day. And now, I mean, look at it even today. Like, the Avengers is the biggest thing. Did you go see the Avengers because so, Chris Hemsworth isn't? No, he's a great well, Thor. I love him, but it's not like Chris Hemsworth. Well, you even look at the first time they brought out, you know, the first phase of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. you know, with Captain America and Iron Man and, and all that stuff. None of those actors drew. No, Robert Downey Jr. was still in movie jail when yeah. Iron Man came. Yeah, out. he was. And and none of them sat. I, I didn't sit there with any of them and go, oh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man? Oh, I got to go I'm see this. sold. No, it was more of, oh, dude, it's Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, and Robert Downey Jr. is great in it. Yeah, now he's really good in it. I don't want to see anybody else in it, but it wasn't, yeah, you don't go, you see it. Marvel still follows that. that, Yeah. I mean, even with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, they've got some big stars in Guardians Mm -hmm. of the Galaxy, but I go to see it because it's Guardians Guardians of of the the Galaxy, Galaxy. not because Chris Pratt's in it, even though I love Chris Pratt. Yeah, I love Chris Pratt, but I mean, like, and that's where this thing was, because it used to be that Stallone is in this. What is he doing in this? He's battling terrorists. Oh, cool. Cool. Now it's, what's the movie 
And who's in it? And yeah. Who's in it? We'll, you know, we'll, like we'll Ant- figure that one It's there. like Ant-Man. I don't know, Ant-Man. It's got Paul Rudd. Oh, okay. Oh, that's that, cool. that might be that last point, but it's not like the heyday of Jim Carrey. No. When Jim Carrey was in a movie and it made nope. $50 right. million. Dollars. And you're we're just... Right. There's, other than maybe The Rock, Kevin Hart, possibly, that's... I mean, they're the only stars that still open movies. I think Chris Pratt could, but he's in a franchise that doesn't do he's that. He's in two franchises. He's in two franchises that don't yeah. front men then, their, their actors. And then when he was in... Oh, Denzel. 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 You will go see a Denzel movie. I would go Denzel. see a Denzel movie. Yeah. Still. But I mean, like, Chris but Pratt... But we're old would, now. Yeah. Would young people go see a Denzel movie? No, they still, do, they still do well. They do well, but... They're not huge. It's but, a lot of us that go. Yeah, it is. But um, Chris Pratt, when he tried to do that movie that wasn't an IP with Jennifer Lawrence, who's the biggest female star, didn't do that. Now, the movie was crap, but the it didn't do that. The movie was total crap. Didn't do well though. I but mean, it didn't like do well. that was one of those movies that the um, poster was there two pictures, but it just didn't do well. Yeah, and I love Jurassic Park. I'm not saying that it should change, but that I think there's even the line, and there's like I think we're extinct. I mean, this movie kind of made the yeah. star system extinct. It did. I mean, the only ones that are really kind of holding on is Tom Cruise, but if he's not in Mission Impossible, no one cares. Honestly, is is Mission Impossible holding on because of Tom Cruise? Or is Tom Cruise holding on because of oh, Mission yeah. Impossible? I think it's Tom Cruise is holding on because of Mission Impossible. Definitely. I think if you... If, and that's if why you, he's making them. If you today recast Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, people mm-hmm. be like, oh, that was that's not a smart move, but I'd still go watch it. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, the biggest stars from the 90s. I mean, like, Jim Carrey's nowhere to be seen anymore. He's gone. Um, Tom Hanks, he's in movies, but... but Tom Hanks is different. He's a different actor. Yeah, but I mean, like, it used to be... Like, Tom Hanks... At his apex was Castaway. Hey, see him on a desert island for two hours. People are like, okay, and they. I'll watch they Tom Hanks act for two hours. Yeah, and you know he's not that big anymore. No. Like now, if he's in a good movie, people will go see it. Maybe DiCaprio, people will go see stuff with him in it. I, don't I mean, know. like even Brad Pitt, George Clooney, all these people, they have to have some reason to go see it. You don't see it just because they're in it. There's only one actor right now that I will see almost every movie because he's in it, and that's The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go see Skyscraper. It's going to yeah. be terrible. It's going to be horrible, but I'm going to go watch him yeah. jump back and forth between Skyscrapers. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, it's 25 years ago. That's, you know what I was, it's like Stallone's jumping off mountains. Okay. Cool. Now it's The Rock's jumping off buildings. Yeah. I'll go see it. And he's got some new movie coming out next year that I don't even know what it is. Yeah, it's him. And, and him and Gal Gadot. Yeah. I'm and like, I'm okay. like, all right, cool. Yep. I'm game. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're shooting. I don't know what it's going to be. Yep. But you two are in it. I'm there. I'm done. Yeah. You sold me on it. But you know that that's kind of. But he's the last of a dying breed. Yes, and there's is. always going to be that one, mm-hmm. maybe two stars. But it's not like back then, because back then you had Stallone and Schwarzenegger, and 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 even to a lesser degree, Hanks, Seagal. Cruz. Yeah, and then that next tier tier you had Seagal, and you had JCVD um, at a JCVD, lower tier. And, yeah, you know, but so like you, you don't said, have you, those anymore. Yeah, you had Cruz, you had Hanks over here, you had Julia Roberts. Yeah, Pretty Woman. Yeah, anything Julia Roberts was in, and now she just does Hugh Grant. Oh wait. Well, he, he was big. He in the was 90s. big for a while. Yeah, it was big in the nineties. Um, I mean, they advertised what was it? What was I can't remember the name of the movie now. Notting Nottingham Hill Notting or something. Hill, Notting Hill. Yeah. Yeah. With who was it? It was Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant and people. And they didn't advertise the movie, but they're like, "Here's your two stars," and it did okay. Yeah, exactly. And now Julia Roberts is playing the mom in Wonder. Yeah. Which again is an IP. But, but she was good in that role. She was good in that role. Yeah, she was very good. But you know, no one went to see it because she was in it. No. They went to see it because every fifth grade in the nation read that book. I think everybody in the nation has read that book. And if, by the way, if you haven't read that book, read it. Yeah, it's a wonderful it's book. It's a great, great book. movie, too. 
The movie's fantastic. Especially if you have kids. I mean, take mm-hmm. your kids to go see that. But yeah, so that that's why I kind of wanted to do this because yeah. it's interesting because it's 25 years ago. And it's 25 years ago that, like I said, there's that line in Jurassic Park where they say, I think we're extinct. Yep, that's, and they were. That's them. They, they weren't just talking about, you know, Alan Grant. We're talking about, you know, the action those star. big action movie stars. Yep. I think that's, I think that pretty much wraps it up because... I can't think of a better way to say it than they became extinct at that point. Yep. I still love them. I still I still like them. I still own a lot of their later 90s movies, yeah. but they just weren't big. Like I said, I, it was will, over. I will fight anybody that's got something bad to say about Demolition Man. Yeah. I don't have anything bad to say about Demolition Man. I still Man. want to know what the three seashells were. I don't know. We could, <laughs> we could tweet her that. Tweet yep. her that. Damn. I actually looked I'm that up, man. and then like the few explanations that are out there are just disturbing, so I'm like, I don't want to know anymore. So the next month or so gets a little bit interesting so ryan was on jury duty this week so that's yep. why we were a little bit off on this week yeah so um, we didn't get to do mulan you know i'll tell no. you right real quick good movie very good movie i like it uh, we didn't do make a man out of her yeah didn't um, do x files didn't do x files mm, not that great, not great. Movie. um but we've got some other stuff coming up obviously this summer um i'll be going to canada here in just over a month uh not like i have a countdown on that going <laughs> um and then going straight to my vacation from there so we'll, oh. we'll squeeze some more stuff in um, but for today, that pretty much ends and wraps up the death of the 80s and 90s action stars of, mm. of Schwarzenegger and Stallone. We're pouring some out for them. Yeah, we're sorry, guys, but you're done. You're extinct. Yep. All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye.